please enjoy the music while your party's being reached. Loud. Okay, we're recording again. Ugh, it's like Mercury and retrograde shit, I think. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, welcome back. I'm glad to have you here. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's always a pleasure. Yes, uh, I already did a little bit about how we're not talking about Lady Gaga. We're just literally not talking about her. So when you get the notification, you see Emma's back in the show. In the past, we've discussed albums. It's not happening. We're, we've got so many other things. Um, <laughs> So we're moving forward. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Um, I had a massage today, which was super relaxing. And my parents actually just got into town. So I'll be seeing them soon. Um, it's been a beautiful day. Oh, cute. Honey, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been like raining every day in New York for days and days. But I don't know. Summer's right on the corner. I like a little um, bit of rain personally like usually nice. usually we're supposed to get like a monsoon in the summertime and last summer we didn't get one and you know i guess i guess climate change is real um but i guess um, you're in phoenix yeah <laughs> um how often does it rain there then like never it rain it's supposed to rain like a few times in june and like a few times in the winter um, but in June, they're like big. Like, well, that's so <laughs> Or July, excuse me, July. Um, they're like big rainstorms, but in wintertime, it'll just like drizzle a little bit. Um, mm. And it's really nice. It like makes the air smell beautiful. Um, there's this plant that the rain just kind of like picks up its fragrance and carries it through the air. And yeah, I wish it would rain more. You can like see the lightning in the distance. Oh, I love that. I was just at the beach and there was like um like a blood moon rising over the ocean and there's also a like a lightning storm happening near it and it was just like so crazy and intense. Wow, yeah, that sounds beautiful. Um, that reminds me there's a fragrance that I saw like last year. It's called like um like rainstorm on concrete and it it actually smells like like upstate New York in August during a rainstorm, like a like a sun shower, and like I have to get it. I'm gonna yeah. write that down. No, that's like um, concrete scent. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I feel like so much has changed since the last time we talked. You like got engaged. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Very happy um beautiful couple truly thank you i i guess i'll take a number was, my or what was that oh i was gonna say like how did it happen did you know it was happening oh yeah i mean we kind of talked about it's it even corny to ask <laughs> we, had, we had talked mm -hmm. about it um i mean being asked like with the ring definitely caught me off guard um at the timing that it came but we've both like known that we were going to get married, you know, at some point. And so now it's just like actually planning it and having a date and stuff like that. Oh, that's sweet. Do you have like, uh, 
what's the is, what's the wedding like? Do you have any ideas? Um, like for the wedding concept, sorry, you cut out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I would like we would like it to be outside. Am I freezing? Um, a little bit, but it's okay. You're pretty god. easy. Um. Oh god. Well, I need, can move by the window. Um, but we are hoping for an outdoor wedding, which will likely be possible because, like I said, it's very rarely. Um, it's going to be in March, and it, March in like Judaism is like the most like joyous month. It's called Adar, and so we would love to just have it be a really joyous event with like all of our friends and family there, and you know, like our closest friends, um, saying like blessings that, you know, need to be said for the wedding. And yeah, not too big, but you know, I like a good That's party. super sweet. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Just have a party, you know? <laughs> um, when did you get those two cats that are so, I'm sold on hairless cats now. I wasn't they're before. Adorable. I'm like, they're um, a vibe. Yeah. They're really cute. We got them like probably about two months ago. It really has, it really feels like it's been a lot longer than it has been. Um, but mm. we, we were talking about it. We like wanted cats um, and we live in a condo. So like, it's kind of, there's not a ton of space right now. Um, but yeah. we were like hairless cats, like wouldn't be as messy and stuff. And so we were planning to like, you know, have to like contact breeders and like spend quite a lot of money on them. And then out of nowhere, like we just found these two on Facebook and someone was like, I'm moving and I can't have these animals anymore. And like, I want them to go to a good home. So we met this girl and she just like, oh, wow. gave them to us. And they're, they're kind of old. One of them's actually sitting in my lap. I can show you. Um, oh, <laughs> This is Simka. <laughs> so sweet. Oh, man. I was like waiting for it to move because like, <laughs> this doesn't look real. <laughs> right, he's like, I'm resting, excuse me. Um, but yeah, they're super sweet and cuddly. That's wild. Like, yeah, I love it. It's way less super villain than it seems, you know? It's like, it's a lot right, more, right, like, right. I mean, a, lot more, a lot more baby than it is super villain. Yeah, yeah. I think the Austin Powers really stigmatized the hairless cat. Absolutely. Um, with uh, what's his name, Doctor Evil. Um, <laughs> I'm not really firing at all on all cylinders today. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I said I'm not really firing on all cylinders today. I went out last night. Like I haven't gone out in like a year. I was out until a certain hour where the sun was like coming up, and I was like, oh no, not this. <laughs> Not this. I have the pod to do. What am I doing? <laughs> um, but I'm starting to feel okay. I'm drinking some Lover Boy hard tea, which is not as good as I thought it was last week when I bought them, but it's fine. Um, I'm also like kind of looking forward to Mayor of Easttown. Do you watch the show on HBO? No, I'm not familiar. Okay. It's like a seven episode mini series, and the final episode's tonight. Everyone's talking about it. It'll probably be up by the time we finish recording. So I'm like, 
I gotta know who did it, you know, who killed the girl. It's like a whodunit kind of thing. Kate oh, wow. Um incredible. If you're looking for something to watch. Um, we love a caper. That is... Yeah, she's like a like a Philly suburb, you know, she has like the hoagie accent. It says like water. Uh, brilliant actress, really. Um, it's a cool show. Big things are happening today, clearly. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I meant to pour this into my Caitlin for California um, wine glass that I haven't oh, used hell yet. Yeah. Um, yes, Miss hell yeah, pour it out for Caitlin. Um, what do you think about her run for governor? <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Does she have your vote? Um, right. No, my joke it's was so that, funny. <laughs> my joke was that I have to get residency in California so I can vote for her. But um, I think it's so funny. I like we, you know, we live in the era of like celebrity politicians, and we have for quite a while. But I feel like it's sort of like um, become more prevalent, you know, with like our last president and whatnot. And I think it's great. If Arnold Schwarzenegger gets to be the governor of California, why can't Caitlyn Jenner? Um, I think that like she's probably exactly have, why not? She's gonna have some whack policy, but like every politician has a whack policy, so like I don't think she's gonna do too much. Harm. Yeah, and it does it. It seems like a really great way to see her all the time too, instead of having like a reality show or like. I know she was trying to get like a YouTube channel off yeah, the ground. Like, no, like, that's, not that's not the right format. No, like we just need like Caitlyn, like, like because her vibe is so kind of ridiculous on its own that like her taking this like pseudo serious role of being governor would be like really hilarious watching her kind of try to navigate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she can like fly the little helicopters around like out forest fires yeah exactly oh shit she can like go to um, a press conference, <laughs> like in the fireman's cap and yes oh my god i'd love that um showing up at like a, a a pancake dinner at the firehouse exactly um, i love the boys was she on was she on tucker carlson or something else um on fox but she was like you know every time i see a police officer i roll the way down and say hey Great job. Like, Caitlin, you don't. Like, she might once in a while. Like, I do believe she does once in a while, but not every time she sees a police officer. <laughs> she goes and interrupts them. I think she did it once. <laughs> totally. Ugh. When, okay, first of all, is there even like an election coming up? Because I thought that like she wanted uh, to repeal Newsom. That was kind of like one of her um, hashtags, like repeal Newsom. Oh, yeah, I, I have no idea. I know that, like, California... Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> they have a lot going on with their governor that they're not happy about, so I don't know what his status is, but I don't vote, so, you know, who am I to say? I'm sitting here being like, Caitlin for California, I don't vote. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the merch. I gotta say, it shipped very quickly. It wow. shipped so quickly, because I ordered it, and I thought, like, you know what? I don't know how these, like campaigns are run i'm i was really thinking it would take like two months yeah and it arrived the two wine glasses arrived in like like five days to a week i got the package and i never order anything online um and it got here i'm like oh my god i don't know what this could be i was like maybe someone bought me a present obviously no 
and I opened it up and it was they were intact they were wrapped great um the glass was not completely shattered as you can tell it's you know it looks like it does on you know the website yeah the font's even a little bigger which is cute um I'm Ryan with Caitlin um yeah I love a good branded moment I mean she is the moment yeah, I thought about getting the hat, but like, I don't really rock like labels or like promote anyone like it, with clothing. It just like freaks me out for some reason. Well, because at that point you're like a movie. and the hat's a little too bold. I think it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, Caitlin, I kind of do. Yeah, I just wanted to win. I want to. See where it goes. No, we need a little. Excitement. I don't even think she would be bad. <laughs> I don't think she would get enough done. Yeah. Um. With. And yeah, like, I mean, California does have a so lot. So just of like, so just like, give a bunch of money to like LGBT organizations, like on the low, and you know, like people never want to talk about the fact that she does that. That she's like always donating money to like you know, scholarships and uh, nonprofits and stuff like that. And like, whatever, like go off queen. It, like if, if that's her cause, like yeah. cause. I think it's- Yeah, and you know, people only want to talk about the bad things. Yeah, I think it's disingenuous for people who are like invested in a broken system to like critique people like Caitlyn Jenner who are also invested in a broken system. <laughs> who's like one of the bravest people to ever walk with earth I mean <laughs> transition that publicly is like one of the scariest things I could ever imagine woman of the year <laughs> yes <clears throat> I think someone asked me on like a very earlier a very early episode of the show like what I thought the most like important like cultural moment of the last like 10 or 15 years was and I pretty easily said like the the time magazine cover or no not time um vanity fair. no vanity, vanity fair, fair. <laughs> i don't even like know what it was you're like it was um, the most important was cultural moment i don't remember what it was <laughs> <laughs> i got it my third guess um, <laughs> like i said i burned too many brain cells last night oh my god i'm never leaving the house again it's not safe out there really not um <laughs> I really want to talk about um, this comic book you're working on because I saw a picture on Instagram and I thought it looked really cool and interesting. Oh yeah. Um, so what's so up with that? I that project has has completed. I just um, I worked on it for probably the past like three months, um, and it was honestly some of the most fun I've had in a really long time like I don't know why I got the idea to make a comic um cool. but it, it came to me and I my um it's based upon an album called Evangelion that is by a pop singer named Magda um and she's like a brilliant pop star and a brilliant musician and um she's based in New York and she's one of my closest Love her, yeah. and I was just like <clears throat> um like I want to like make this album like enter a new medium and a new space and like transform in a way. And I just kind of like completely detached from any um, idea of what I wanted the outcome to be and just like drew it. 
and it came together mm-hmm. like I think really beautifully um it was eight pages in the end and I think it really like tells the story of the album as I see it you know mm-hmm. and yeah I just like got I did like a limited run so I got like 24 of them printed and I or I, I ordered 22 but the the place gave me 26 actually is what happened they gave me some extras for free because i don't know they supported lady genesis they wanted her to land with a bang um yeah i like that idea a lot of like um having an album and also like carry into other mediums and like having um more to give i guess or more to show i think it's a cool idea yeah and you know magda's working right now on um kind of a follow-up project to Evangelion that I've uh, contributed some music for. And it just felt like a really, you know, fun little thing to put out for people, you know, for her fans. Yeah, I like your illustration style a lot too. It's very, I just like it. It's good. Yeah. <clears throat> Not a master. Are they all sold out? Um, They are. I... I like have my mom ordered a copy, so I have one to give to her, but that's like all that's left. Um, it was really kind of unexpected how much people loved it and flocked to it. Um, and I'm really grateful for that. You know? Yeah, maybe a second run. We'll see. Yeah, I, guess. I would be down if there's a man. Um, <clears throat> that printer's one call away. Listeners, <laughs> sound off in the comments if you want. Yeah. Uh, more lady genesis yes, lady DM genesis me if you want more lady genesis yes it, craving miracles with 2g is on instagram right 2g yeah yeah 2g's okay i feel like i keep fucking freezing i have my phone balanced on the window hoping that i'll get like 3g I don't know why, like, I just don't have service in New York City. It's one of the craziest things. Um, I had better service in Walmart parking lot upstate when I recorded my phone last. Um, speaking of music, um, sorry, I need to grab my computer just to look at my little notes. Um, um, okay. What is up with Olivia Rodrigo and why? Is everyone talking about her? Like, it's so her. crazy because she had like the top. She had like, you love her. Okay. I, I listened her. to one song. I thought it was good. It, it was the first song on the album. And I was like, okay, this is a vibe. Um, yeah. But she had like top, uh, not like nine out of 10, the top 10 on Spotify was, was off of the album, which I think does seem really wild, right? Yeah. It was like, it was crazy. I mean, driver's license was like really big on tiktok and that song was number one for like many weeks oh that's and, like, right that was her um and that was like her first song and like everyone was kind of like what she's like she's from high school musical so there's like a show a tv show called high oh. school musical called the series and she's the star of it and so this is like a rebrand okay, i'm just way too old yeah it's like a rebrand for her away from Disney. And that's why she's like, whatever, 17 or 18 years old. And like, at first I kind of thought she was giving like bootleg Lord, 
And I was like, well, I don't know if we need more of that. Okay. <laughs> but then the album <laughs> she was giving all these like Courtney Barnett and Haley Williams vibes. And I'm really here for it. I think, I mean, of songs that I like on the album, there's maybe only four, but like I listened to the whole album and I was like, wow, this is like a really great project. And like she did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, like I, I'm um, tired of seeing boys in the top ten. What is T? Yeah. Um, what does the rest of her album sound like? Is it as like is this first song like as pop punkies I remember is just kind of like the rock? first song to me was giving like Courtney Barnett like I'm at Pitchfork Music Festival. It's like almost like like um what are they called Sleater Kenny like almost like that was almost uh-huh. like, yeah <laughs> and then she had like a couple like slower more like lord kind of melodrama moments um and then okay. more like pop punk and then like there's definitely like some Taylor Swift inspiration there I also hear a lot of like um Katy Perry one of the boys her like debut album where she was like a lot more like they didn't know where they were going to put Katy Perry yet. So she was like collaborating with Travis McCoy and 303. Mm. Like it's giving me that kind of energy. Um, and I think like, Oh God, 303. I haven't heard that name in years. It's like music for high schoolers. You know, it's like she came to give the high schoolers everything they came for. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah, and um, after coming from High School Musical, the musical, the series. <clears throat> yeah, I'm realizing now that I'm twice the age of people in high school. Um, Very right. Some of them, <laughs> not yeah. all. And I'm like, oh shit, that's an entire generation difference. I mean, people had kids when I was in high school; they still do. Um, so that's like they don't even, yeah. <laughs> like the music that I still listen to is it doesn't seem like a distant past to me, but to them it's like shit before they're even born. They're like, oh, what is exactly? That? It's so yeah. weird. Um, it's not a mind blowing concept. It's like pretty obvious, but it's just like you know, I, like classic rock to me was like stuff in the seventies and like early eighties. Yeah. Um, and that's just like so. I guess. I wonder if teens think she's like fresh or like what I'm not gonna have a teen on the pod, but I think you know a lot about she's music, fresh. so yeah. I don't know. Okay. You know, yeah. it's like these kids need someone like that. Like, um, it's like it's like that Ava Max interview that was just going viral the other day where she like didn't know a name to a single Elton John song. <laughs> it's like that's where these kids are at. And so like, <laughs> give them Olivia yeah. Rod. Um yeah. <laughs> Ada Max is like at an event for Elton John, I think, right? And so right. asked her my favorite. They're like, what's your favorite Elton, Elton John? <laughs> All of them. It's classic, yeah. Although I do, I will say that whenever anyone asks me my favorite, like anything, if I'm not really sure, I do get like flustered and I like can't answer because it's like weird because I have a hard time picking favorites and like having like a consistent one you know it's always changing however i could probably name one thing you know <laughs> exactly like just say something girl you're on the red carpet mm-hmm. <laughs> throw a tiny dancer you know rocket man yeah Benny know, give, us, give us something what do you think about ava max's music i love her 
I haven't really explored Ava Max's uh, catalog, but I've heard I like. Yeah. I yeah, I feel like she gives like a really kind of true pop music sound that like in a kind of sea of dance music and like disco revival and stuff. It's like really unique in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, that like her inspirations seem to just be like pop, like female pop stars. And like, I think that's like pretty cool. Um, I love her. I, I think like, I think she's funny. I think she's talented. And I'm an avatar. Yeah, I like her too. I got a an avatar. I haven't heard that before. That's funny. <laughs> um, I kind of like think her and Dua Leap are really good. They're like my favorite girls at the moment because I think they they're have both like uh, long. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. I didn't know Ava Max is Albanian too. Yeah. Um, is it that there's a third one too? They're all like the mafia or something. I shouldn't um, say that. I'm, Rita Ora is Albanian and BB Rexa. Rita Ora. BB Rexa too. Okay, so that was a three I was thinking of. So Ava Max, we can now add to my uh, Albanian. I uh, just don't talk shit about them list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've been like listening to Jolipa lately, just revisiting the album, and I think it holds up, and I think it's like solid. It's not too. There's, there's a lot of like 70s revival happening a lot of things it's not too it's not like beating over the head too much it is kind of annoying sometimes but i can yeah i, I like it it is it's good yeah and i'm I like excited like, to see but more, music like, is like, like really similar. easy to sing along to in the car for me you know like mm-hmm. i don't necessarily want i was gonna say i like driving and listening to it yeah, like I'm not necessarily gonna put Dua Lipa on. I don't necessarily want to hear Dua Lipa, but it's like, don't start now. We'll come on the radio and like, yeah, I know every word. You know, it's just like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, Madison Beer. Okay, you want to talk about Madison Beer? I, another girl I don't know. Her. Pretty much, I, I know she's gorgeous. <laughs> we know yeah. that. She's, um, she's what's so up with her? <laughs> she gives this like, she gives this just, like I'm trafficked energy like all the time, and like <laughs> trafficked. <laughs> since she was like a kid, and she's so fucking crazy. <laughs> so lifeless and her mom is like a psycho and she'll do like anything like there's like old photo shoots of her for this magazine and there's like like she has rebranded so many times she was in this like virtual reality k-pop international group called kda and she like performed like in seoul and like was doing interviews about like being in this k-pop group like she will literally do anything and yeah it's very just like i go where they tell me wow <laughs> she's really young too she's super young and like <laughs> she gives off trafficked energy that's so funny <laughs> um oh okay so i just i love i can get like a tri-state uh, vibe from people and uh yeah i thought she just seemed familiar you know yeah absolutely she's 22 yeah she's a baby and like her whole um, thing is that like everyone hates her. Like wow. 
she like joined TikTok last year and like got bullied off of TikTok. And it's just like her entire brand is that people don't like her. And I think like, I think she's so funny. Oh no, that's so funny. I think she's just literally too hot for people to handle. I know, like no one wants to look at her. <laughs> she kind of looks like Alexis Nyers and like, um, just like a slot, I guess. <laughs> like a porn yeah, exactly, star. Like exactly. She... <laughs> Beautiful girl, though. Uh, what's her music sound like? Is it as erratic as like her? Um, it's a little erratic. It doesn't, <laughs> I mean... doesn't have like a definitive sound yet. Like she just put out her debut album, and it's like, like she has like all these like random dance music singles that are out, but then like her album is like slow like moody bedroom pop but like some of the songs sound just like lana del rey and some of the songs sound just like ariana grande but it's it's like very like weird and like mm -hmm. lacks a kind of core identity um and it's like called like yeah. and like it's just like her like being like an emo <laughs> um do you like lana del rey's the new three singles that she put out if you listen to them Pringle. um i like the one about painting her staircase i think that one's a little bit yeah happy. um other the, than that banisters yeah i don't think they're particularly great i didn't think the last album was particularly great um oh really no, I, I loved Norman Rockwell and yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that like, I forget what it was called, Ken Charles Over the Country Club. I liked the like the idea of that because I'm like a conspiracy theorist, you know, and I'm like, yes, like I live mm -hmm. in Arizona. There's golf courses everywhere. The skies are open. I can see military jets going by. Um, but for me like it just like the music was very slow and boring and i needed like a bop or two okay I like, yeah i, like I mean it's track. a specific vibe yeah i like the mm -hmm. title no it's amazing yeah it, like it's kind of always like playing in the back of my mind that sort of like uh, uh, it's yeah, like i'm kind right. of like rocking like an insane person to right. it um and i have what a is up with uh about that Oh, sorry. Can you say that one more time? I kind of broke I said out. I have a Leo Moon, so I, I like that she sings about that in that song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's nice. Um, speaking of conspiracy theories, what are some what are some ones you're into right now? <laughs> it's like a UFO thing in the in the desert. Yes, I'm, I'm kind of always kind of scared of getting abducted. I actually, I have to. I'm not fully caught up on the UFOs, so I do have to catch up on that regard. Um, but I'm a big, like, like, I mean, since we're talking about pop stars, like, I, I fully believe that, like, these pop stars, like, they, like, work, like, they're, like, doing, like, bad things, you know, that, like, we don't know about. And they, like, work for, um, like, institutions that are, like, like, they work for, like, the CIA, you know, like, Madonna. Like, Madonna 100% works for the CIA. And, like, Lady Gaga and her whole, like, First, she was like a Hillary Clinton rally girl, and then she was like a Joe Biden rally girl. And like, like Lady Gaga is giving this speech at the Joe Biden rally, and it says like 
battle for the soul of a nation on the podium. And then like, she shows up to the inauguration kind of like dressed like a Star Wars character. And then like yesterday I was reading Star Wars lore and there's like, like, like I, I don't know how much you know about Star Wars, but they have like an entire universe kind of like built into the story. And like, there's like war propaganda from Star Wars that like matches like what Joe Biden was using. Like, it's all just like very like. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the Star Wars movies. I never know what the fuck is going on. I'm like, well, I'm very impressed that they made a movie that was so expensive. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> yeah, it's like pop, like pop culture, like repeatedly kind of predicts um, like things that are going to happen. You know, like, like it was like, the, there were all those memes about the Simpsons, like predicting the future, but like, you see that like time and oh, again. Oh yeah, there's so many of them, yeah. Stars like become super famous under like really obscure circumstances. Even Dua Lipa, who we just talked about. Dua Lipa jumped on stage at a Katy Perry concert when she was a teenager. And then flash forward like, I don't know, eight, nine years and Katy Perry is like talking about how much she loves Dua Lipa. Like, and Dua Lipa is like famous now. It's just like, wow. it's very like, it's all very bizarre. Um, and I'm not, I can't say that I've cracked the code, but I do kind of see these kind there's like, you know, like murder, a murder will happen. And then like a pop star will become famous or like a tragedy will happen. And we all turn to like the celebrities to kind of like guide us through this moment. But like these celebrities, like they, yes, there are leaders lined by like these same institutions that like are the enemy, you know. Do you think it's the Lena Morgana thing, the Lady Gaga? Absolutely, conspiracy is true. Yeah. Okay, I think that's true. I think like, um, you know, I've heard stories of that like young Lean has participated in like blood rituals. Um, I think like Ooh. that theory about Avril Lavigne getting cloned, like I totally believe that. Um, like, oh yeah, see that I like, yeah, that's. Um, and like Britney Spears has that song. I don't know. Um, who do you think like the Dunham? Britney Spears like went on the radio to talk to Ryan Seacrest like a million years ago, and she was like, "Yeah, I have a new album coming out. It's called like Original Doll or some shit," and she like plays a single for him and it's all about how she's been cloned and she wants you to know that she's been cloned and then like two days later her record label was like this album does not exist like we don't know what she was talking about and like it never came out like oh weird i've yeah, never heard like, this before when he said ryan's secrets i remember when like <laughs> she finds out that he's like not gay and is like oh what <laughs> so <laughs> turns out he's uh he sexually assaults women you know like yeah. every guy in hollywood Don't they all? um i have a feeling something i have a, a suspicion that something is going to come out against seth rogan because he's like kind of really he's a little too online for how famous he is and yeah. um he seems to be kind of calling out a lot of people and making statements against like james Franco and stuff and like sharing pottery um it seems like he really wants to be deemed as like innocent and harmless and i think uh it might be to sway the public opinion because something bad is going to come out soon. I agree. Yeah, there's right. like some, there's something growing. Yeah. Yep. It's like, it's like real life plays out the same way reality TV does, you know. And it's mm -hmm. like anytime someone is getting like a large amount of spotlight, you know that they're either about to like 
win or they're about to lose. Yeah, when there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, yeah, there was like a new, like, back to conspiracy theories or, you know, even just, I guess the government's starting to admit the aliens exist or UFOs do. There was a very long article. I mean, I feel like one comes out every like three to six months. It's like right? the it's- government's going to make a statement tomorrow about the aliens. I'm like, okay, this has been happening. Yeah, and like, it's always like this, like very vague like the last thing. decade, nothing happens. Yeah, they interview some like pilot who's like, oh, well, I was flying up in the night sky and I saw something. It's like, okay, cool. And it's like a screenshot of their like little screen with like dots on. And he's like, this would never happen with like a real, like a human made plane. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I'm it's like something like that. that the general public <laughs> totally can't like translate visually. <laughs> Yeah, I need a photo of an alien, a video of an alien. Like, um, give me the UFO screenshot. I want, like, you know, show me the laser beam. Yeah, and I just, I feel like there's the, they probably not only have the technology to be recording all this, but they probably do. Like, they're probably monitoring oh, yeah. everything all the time. You're totally like, just much more high definition. At a time, you know? Yeah. It's just like I think we we need this as a society to uh, like not just like American society like global like to have uh, our lives put into perspective where we see each other as like one um, and it might be aliens you know yeah I'm down I don't even care if they're bad we just we gotta like <laughs> get together yeah. you know what I mean right exactly it's almost better if they're bad. <laughs> It would be kind of it would be kind of exciting. Yeah. Um, no, and I think. Do you like, have any like alien tea? <laughs> um, like being in the desert, do you have, have you met anyone that's you know? Well, I've had like my like I've had my yeah. own kind of like bizarre experiences when I was living in Chicago. Um, there was oh, really? like there was like a year where I was just kind of having these like repeated, kind of unexplainable events. Um, that were like happening when I was like awake and conscious. Um, mm-hmm. And I, 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 like when I was in high school, I was like really into alien conspiracy theories and stuff, but this was like, you know, after high school, I was older. And I was just like, yeah, like everything that I was like learning about like was true. Like I, you know, I feel, I, I feel like I have seen an alien in person. Um, I feel like I've, traveled through really oh hell yeah i feel like i've traveled through like oh my god tell me about it um and like so like there was this one night so the the time that i saw the alien in person is like my most kind of hazy story it's the least concrete but it was like basically i had this like very like visceral dream where i i like experienced all these like physical interactions and cognitive interactions and like when I woke up, I like had like the memory of like a conversation that took place telepathically. And I had like pain and like, not, not necessarily pain even. Um, I had like feelings in my body, like as if my body had been interacted with, but I was the only one there. Um, and uh-huh. I like, yeah. Um, and like during kind of like the time when I was asleep, I had like seen these like very like tall and thin figures that like, you know, without the other things that had occurred, like I maybe would have just been like, oh, that was a weird dream. 
but I like had really like felt kind of like mm-hmm. physical, like there was like a physical implication to what had happened. Um, but then like in more concrete ways, like there was a time that I was with my friend and we were driving and we drove through like this really busy, like six way intersection in Chicago. And like, as soon as we entered the intersection, every single car around us stopped moving. And like, we like looked into the cars and it had people in them and they were like at the wheel as if they were driving, but we were the only car moving. And then like, we got through the intersection and then like traffic was happening again. And my friend and I, we still talk about that to this day. And like, we agree that like in that moment, like we saw something we weren't supposed to see. Like we weren't supposed to know about- Oh my God kind of like ripple that was going on or like some kind of pause. Like we don't know what was happening, but like we were not supposed to witness that. I have goosebumps talking about it right now. I got chills in the back of my neck thinking about it because I just, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I, I, yeah, that's, it's, I, I believe it. I think that that shit, just, like time is so weird. And that's why I think when like, if aliens, you know, when they do visit, if they haven't already, we're still kind of under their spell. Like, I don't even think we'll really know what, um, if it even happened, you know, or like, yeah. Uh, and I'm like open to total, like to many different like interpretations, you know, like, like aliens could just be angels, like interacting in the physical realm or, like, you know, the Bible mm-hmm. talks about how God, like, attempted to make the earth, like, multiple times before it was successful. Like, so aliens could be, like, examples of, like, other attempts. Like, we don't know what they are. I don't know what they are. I don't know what they are. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm open to any interpretation. I just, like, think that they're there. I think, like, the earth is, like, one thing that's, like, beautiful and, like, holy and, like, one. And, like, the universe is, like, expansive and there's, like, more. And the universe is also only one but there's like more going mm-hmm. on, you know, than it's like in our immediate vicinity. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, fucking froze again. Okay, we're back. Um, yeah, I, uh, I always feel like I have an alien story, but I can't remember it, which is why I think that like, Either it just like didn't happen or like it did <laughs> but i just yeah. I, I feel like, like when i was a kid completely something wiped or... happened yeah yeah i either got i got wiped or i'm just wishfully thinking that something cool happened to my life when it hasn't <laughs> yeah and there's also there's all these stories over the internet of like people saying that like when they were kids they were like taken by the government into this like secret space program and stuff um and i think that you know one thing one of the reasons that i'm a conspiracy theorist is because and first of all that is a term that was like coined by the cia to like um discount people who were like calling out suspicious things um one reason i'm a conspiracy theorist is because there's all this rhetoric out there that's like believe victims believe victims when they tell you you know about assaults or about things that happened to them when they were children but then the second someone comes forward and is like oh this super powerful government official did something or oh i was like the second someone's story is like considered like preposterous or it's like something that like we can't understand with our like typical scope of knowledge everyone like disregards them as crazy or mentally ill or you know they have incorrect memory or whatever 
And it's like, why do we like believe some victims and not others? You know, like, I think everyone's story is like, yeah, is in some way true. Yeah, totally. I think there was a very convincing um, episode of uh, like, they've been making like new seasons of unsolved mysteries, um, which is like corny, but like there was one um, about like, it was 1969, I think in Great Barrington, Massachusetts. Um, sort of a bunch of different people all over town had like a very similar um, experience of like a, a ship and like the way they would describe how they felt was like this frozen like you know body chills kind of thing and that just it seems like intrinsically right to me and like I, I don't know have you seen this episode by any chance I have not no okay um yeah, I just think the the way that like time is fucked up and like drawn out and it's kind of this like half dream, half real, you can't control your body. It just feels like a very heavy energy that like can, you know, make you completely still. And it's just um that's kind of what I always thought. Yeah. Um it just makes sense that they would have so much like quantum like knowledge and shit to manipulate energy if they're traveling you know intergalactically oh yeah um well, it was chilling also, it was like so realistic and so scary like it's like also like there's like technology like on like earth that like we can't even really fathom you know so i don't even want to know what the fucking aliens have like i in arizona i see planes doing weird shit all the time and it's just oh, oh you're frozen um can you hear me okay yeah i can hear you i'm just like so sorry that you got the the bad day of wi-fi is do you think mercury and retrograde is real when it comes to technology i do i mean i believe that yeah i think i think planets have great effect on what goes on uh, you know with one another like mm -hmm. um, it's like an ecosystem you know but um mm -hmm. I forget. oh I was saying that like I in Arizona I see I see planes doing weird shit all the time and so it's like because like there's like all these oh, right like, what do they do like I've, seen, fly, plane, I've crazy. seen planes like fly like this way like horizontal instead of like forward like they'll like fly lateral um oh I one time yeah. and I I swear to God, this is true. I one time was looking up in the sky and I saw four planes converge into one. And oh, shit. Um, like, like some, some transformer shit. Yeah. And like, there's like all kinds of crazy technology. I mean, Nazis had crazy technology and employed a lot of like esoteric practice and like speaking with like otherworldly beings. Um, mm -hmm. And like at following world war ii you know there was like operation paperclip in which like a lot of nazis were like naturalized into the u.s and into european countries um as like scientists and like diplomats and stuff and um around that time there's reports that like above washington dc there was like ufo sightings and so like people theorized that that was like a pressure from like the nazis um to get welcomed into the united states government the way they did um 
there's all kinds of stuff that's like very suspicious technology technology is vast and it does a lot a lot more than like you know yeah and it's definitely kept away from us um it was called operation clippy paperclip oh paperclip that's where the microsoft paperclip that's like declassified cia information like that's on wikipedia oh wow okay yeah yeah um it's wild what do people say that chemtrails even do? I've never really um, investigated this um, theory before. Um, it's just like mind control shit. They're like yeah, different people say different things. Um, some people say it's mind control. Some people say it like has to do with like creating the like illusion that is like the sky and stuff. Um, <clears throat> oh, also mm-hmm. like like. Um, the government is transparent about the fact that they do blast chemicals into the sky as like part of climate change like combating so like they're doing that yeah like one of the things that they do is they like put um it's like it's meant to like rebuild the ozone i guess um which Uh to me it's like i would rather take my chances just following climate change than like trying to like put band-aids in the sky but that's like a different totally it's so weird yeah um because didn't like uh bill gates want to do something like that like like launch like a missile into like the atmosphere and have it release like a new like layer of like stratosphere and it, it didn't end up happening but it was yeah. just like damn like come on yeah, these ideas um god forbid we just take a pause you know like <laughs> Yeah, slow down a little bit. Um, God, nothing's... It's just a relentless... Uh, capitalism is, like, impossible to undo, it seems. Um, without, you know, 90% of the population dying, having to start over. Um, you're making a video game? Does this switch gears? I'm starting to feel like life is a simulation right now. Um, yeah. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that? And, like, how the hell do you make a video game? Is it, like, Absolutely. a computer so- program you gotta, like... <laughs> <laughs> so um I, I'm making it with um my friend Ryan who is uh the person who I did Blunted Gaga with mm-hmm. and Ryan cool. Ryan was my partner for most of the Blunted Gaga projects um and, and you've, so, you've left Blunted Gaga right to do other things right yes yeah I I'm currently burning Blunted Gaga music to cassette tapes um like by order so if any like you can order it on my website and i'll burn one for you and this the cat the um, cat is so cute <laughs> um or i guess record not burn would be the right term but um yeah whatever i've done like a couple it. and <laughs> oh, um, he's yawning. <laughs> but other than that yeah blunt gaga's done i like need to just like be working on other things um yeah but Ryan and I are also really big Pokemon fans. And I had mm. the idea to kind of write what would be my ideal Pokemon game um, and a game that would be like unlike any of the Pokemon games that already exist. So um, in the Pokemon community, like fan games are really popular and there's a lot of them. And there's programs okay. that exist now where you can like write RPGs, like like 2d rpgs like in like free computer programs basically um 
and that's all stuff that I still have to learn. Okay, but... so you can do this and not get like sued or anything by using like. No, no, it would be no. It's totally not suitable. Um, and right, good. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I got I got game freak at my door being like, <laughs> "Excuse me." Uh, yeah, I'm afraid that I'm gonna like. I think it's funny to pay someone in California to vote for Caitlin, and then like I actually end up going to jail for like some very serious for like voter fraud. fraud. <laughs> um, I think it's a very realistic situation. <laughs> um, but yeah, right now I'm not like actually like building the game in the computer yet. Um, Ryan and I were just writing it, and we're getting like the story down and like the conflict and what Pokemon we want to see um so we're like it's like writing a like a play almost like yeah storyline yeah stuff yeah it's a lot of fun um what's gonna happen can i have like um, a glimpse into like <laughs> yeah so it takes it, it takes place 100 years after the events of pokemon diamond and pearl and okay i thought you were gonna say 9 11 for some reason <laughs> i don't know why i was like say 9 11 um, <laughs> and you basically there um three of the pokemon regions have kind of united um and you travel between them challenging the pokemon league and also kind of the the mis the great mystery that's happening is that um gym leaders are like disappearing and being replaced with kind of like um uh, like homogenous like organization that's just like filling these roles but kind of um erasing the individuality that each pokemon city has and so you're trying to figure out like who's doing this and why this is happening oh, okay. um, and yeah they're being sex trafficked by albanian mafia is what's happening <laughs> case closed exactly exactly it was it was ava max all along <laughs> she does kind of look like a pokemon with that funny haircut of hers right her half and half wig um wait speaking of conspiracies speaking of 9-11 what the hell do you think happened with building 7 on 9-11 i still i don't know what happened why did it just collapse um i think 9-11 was like planned i'm not an expert on that one um mm -hmm. but i think that like if it wasn't like planned, like they set up bombs and just blew up this building, like they, you know, hired those people to crash. Like, I don't, I don't know the details, I don't know the science. Um, but that, like, the. I mean, it does just, the whole thing is so unbelievable, so dramatic, so crazy. So crazy. You continuously used to like justify atrocity. And, yeah. It changed um, everything. It changed everything. Like, I, there's like, you know, like literature written about like the post 9 11 generations and like, like things are just like not the same. Um, and I think that, yeah, you know, I think we live in a death cult <laughs> and like sometimes it does feel like that sometimes. Like, yeah. Like the, the, people who have power like they need death to fuel whatever they're doing um and i think that that like shows up like a lot of people conspiracy theorize that like 
these things don't happen or like, you know, like that the pandemic isn't real, but it's like, that's never what it is. Like, it's all that it, like, it's always that it is very real and that like, these are real people Mm -hmm. and real lives. And like, whether it's 9-11 or Sandy Hook or COVID, like they want to watch people die and they want it to like happen, you know, in mass amounts. It's the same reason, like, you know, Israel is, like, killing Palestinians. Like, they yeah. just need death to, like, fuel it all. It's, like, it because, you know, nothing, none of the evil of the world is, like, like, right. Like, it's, all, you know, it's all unjust and it's all, like, ungodly. And, like, they, like, that's not sustainable unless you have something like, like death fueling it the entire time. What do you think that is though? Like, what was that? It's been around since like the. It's always. Been. Um, you're breaking up. I can't really hear you. Um, to perish. It's like, uh, oh no, I think we're completely frozen now. Shit. Oh, are you still there? I'm here. I can hear you a little bit better now. Um, do you think? Do you think going off video? Oh, sorry. You were frozen for like a solid minute. Oh, maybe we can go off video. But I mean, yeah. Let me try that. I don't know how to do that. Um, okay. I'm gonna stop video. Yeah. Okay. That's genius. I should just done this in the fucking beginning. God. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Um, we were talking about the death cult um, and like, what's up with that? Uh, <laughs> I was asking like, if you think it just, it's been around, has it been around since like the dawn of society and like people are just in it now and they don't even like really know why they're doing it. Oh yeah. I totally, it like, I totally think that the simulation like runs itself, you know? Like they don't, uh-huh. need, yeah. Like they don't need to. It's like the Panopticon, you know. They don't need to control us because we'll control each other. And um, I think it's ending. And I think that like everything that's going on now, and the reason everything feels so accelerated is because like, like we're gonna like see, you know, like the fall of an empire, and like a lot of truth is gonna be exposed. Um, but it's you know still like difficult a difficult world to live in for people it's a definitely a difficult world to live in i feel like we were born at such a weird time i know everyone probably thinks this about themselves but like i didn't have the internet until i was like well like 10 or something yeah exactly like and now it's just life has gotten so crazy technology we had the before and after 9 11 like 9 11 was crazy i yeah i remember people were so mad at me i forget what, where i was but like it was like in the very early stages of the pandemic i said that like 9 11 was still worse and they're like but so many more people died of covid i'm like well first of all if i'm not just going by numbers also if you do want to get into numbers like how many millions of innocent civilians in the middle east have died of like the ramifications of yeah, whatever 9 exactly. 11 was like, like hello like, like yeah <laughs> It's not just the Twin Towers and Building 7, too, which, what the hell is that about? Um, it just changed, it seems like it changed everything, and it made, 
uh, good and evil be like in every single thing we do. Um, I don't necessarily feel like it was like that, but I also kind of feel like I was sort of, that was an age where I specifically was like starting to lose my innocence. I was in like eighth grade, you know, I was like, I knew people were like drinking, doing drugs and stuff. Cause like upstate, you know, we get started a little early. Um, so like yeah. avoiding that, but also I was like tempted by it. And then like nine 11 happened. So it just felt like everything shifted. I'm, I'm not trying to center myself in this, even though I like totally am, but like it, it just felt like a huge fucking thing. And I still think it is for other people of all ages and different countries too. It's just like the craziest yeah, no event I can even imagine. And it's an event that, you know, gets replicated again and again, you know, it's 9-11, it's the the Boston Marathon, it's the Ariana Grande concert, like... Oh my god, yeah. It's just like, you know, and that goes back to what I was saying about, like, pop stars being involved in these, like, very evil plans. Like, it's like, Ariana Grande didn't set those bombs off, but, like, if there was, like, that Ariana Grande concert was there to be exploded that day, you know? Like, that's why she was there. And it's like, wait, did they ever like catch who did that or like, you know, claim to? <laughs> I think they did. I don't, I think they did. Um, but like the reasoning was like very, mis- like very vague, you know, it was just like wet. It was like, oh, Western culture is bad. And like, like it didn't make right. it like, like this idea that like Westernism is like always under attack, you know, it's like total like brainwash. <laughs> Yeah, it's just never like sat right. I'm like, I don't think people care that much. No. Um, they, it's, they and it's always about what we're doing like, over in their countries. They don't care about what we're doing here. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Um, it just seems hard to be a terrorist and like a tourist at the same time. Like, by the time you get there, I just be like, well, I'm yeah, have a party or something. <laughs> I like have fun. <laughs> Not gonna blow anyone up. Um, I, um, I don't know if I have, like, a terrorist gene, though. Um, what's up with, like, I mean, Sandy Hook was, like, there were people that got way too into it and, like, destroyed a lot of the, like, victims' families, like, lives, but, like... Like, there's definitely, like, a lack of, like, empathy that exists in the conspiracy theory community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I don't think is right because like, like I said, like these are like real people and real, um, real lives, but like Sandy Hook, some of the people who were like on TV making statements about what it was like being inside during the shooting, like already had IMDB profiles. Like crisis actors. Yeah. yeah, like, (laughs) like, Like it's all just like, so they don't even like bother trying to like cover it up you know it's just mm. like so strange it's such a strange world and you can't even like make sense of it because you just have to like make money so you don't fucking live on the street right like you um, just like, <laughs> like you know like create joy in your own life and like do what you can to like help the people who you have access to yeah um is that why you're interested in LARPing live action role playing that's on the list for today. That is. Um, what's your connection to LARPing? I think LARPing is fascinating. I have always like lived in kind of a like as a kid, like I was really into like imaginary, not only friends, but like imaginary worlds. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I think now as like an adult, I'm like a lot more confident in myself. And like, you know, no, like as a kid, like when you're weird, like you're trying every way you can to be less weird because everyone's making fun of you. But like no one's making fun of me as an adult. And I'm like, actually, like I want to like, you know, go out into like rural areas and like film myself, like playing out these like imaginative like scenarios, you know? Um, I think it's um, like, give me an example of a scenario. Like escape, it's like escapist. Well, like, okay, so I went to Flagstaff with um, my fiance. Flagstaff is like up north in the mountains. And we went to Flagstaff with a friend of his. And like we were just like in the forest and I had like intentionally dressed like as if I was like a Legend of Zelda character um and we had uh -huh. these swords that we had inherited from his grandmother she gave, gave them to us and I was just oh, cool. like, totally living in this like like I was like cascading through the mountains like foraging and you know like looking for a princess to save or something um it's just like escapist i think it's very fun i think like a lot of people like lack joy like culturally i think we lack joy that's for sure yeah and, definitely um, and it's like yeah like you know you can be an adult and have imaginary friends and like you know play with people that aren't there and play with people that are there and you know, I'm not in any like LARPing communities and I'm certainly like a noob, but I think it's like a really beautiful thing. Vibe, yeah. Um, furries are also sort of LARP in a way. I think that it's, is it mostly not sexual though? Like furries. Okay, that's what like... I'm saying. Furries, everyone like talks about furries as if it's like a sex thing. And I think everyone is a furry. And I think it's not a sex thing. I think like right, it would be so refreshing to just be an animal and not have to worry about life's um, human life's um, yeah. trials and tribulations for a while. I yeah, think that's exactly. the, the point of it to me. It, totally, it's like in a way, it's like um, like the fuck were the, the transcendentalists, like the poets who like went out into the forest. Mm -hmm. um, like it's a lot like that to me like how like you know like cottage core and like furries like it's all very reminiscent of this kind of like return to nature that people clearly crave because like people are exhausted um, but also like we need the simplicity we also need nature's energy to like feed our souls because like literally nothing else can compete and it just like doesn't in our lives are exactly. so because of screens everywhere and like you know like we are kind of like inundated with like sex imagery in general and so like it's kind of natural that like people when they think about furries they think about the people who use furries for like sex stuff or for like you know they mm -hmm. think of stuff like b stars which are like very erotic but in reality like we've like been obsessed with anthropomorphized animals like for you know decades like whether it's spongebob or mickey mouse you know it's like all of these are like, like centaurs yeah yeah centaur like this um you know mermaids like this idea of like there being like a you know animorphs those 
children's books. Um, yeah. The idea of like being somewhere in between like animal and human is like, I think that, I think it like very demonstrate, very much demonstrates the fact that like we are human because it's like, you know, we have like, like a godly soul and an animal soul. And it's like the desire to be a furry is kind of like a expression of that. Yeah, I, I remember being a kid, I don't know how old, maybe like eight, six to eight years old. And I would just, I was a dog for like a, a full week. I would only walk on like all fours and like I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. I think it was probably like a response to like the like tumultuous nature of my home life. And I just wanted to like um, escape that and just not be a person, which I understand the appeal. It is just unavoidable though, the human condition, which is like so painful, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have to live. And it's like, so we always life. have to like, you know, choose to be like, like the goal is to, you know, like elevate, like it's such a blessing to be a human. And like, you know, one day our souls will get to be something else. But yeah, the desire to go back to being an animal is like always innate. Yeah, there's like a term. Um, my friend was talking about this like massage she gets. It's like basically, oh, uh, what's it called? Fuck. Um, it, but essentially, this person from massage therapy is like the cradle. It like sort of simulates being back in the womb because like once you've exited the oh, womb, yeah, yeah, yeah. your life just like sucks. <laughs> it's like a different, uh, <clears throat> different thing going on. Um. So like I think it's back of the neck, the head, some like stomach stuff. Not quite like chiropractic, but like uh, sort of like moving things in certain ways that loosen you up and like make. Um, I don't know. I'm describing this very poorly, but it sounds like something I would love to try. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, damn. <laughs> The womb probably was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> right. So just like safe. Yeah, and just like hearing sounds or like <laughs> like the world um, outside. Echolocation, right? Uh-huh. I wonder if you could like communicate with other babies and wombs. Um, that would be so cool. Yeah, wouldn't it? <laughs> I should get some fetuses on the pod. <laughs> Literally. I kind of, well, we've done over an hour. Okay. And I feel pretty good. Do you have like, so we didn't figure out 9-11 tonight. That's okay. We can do that another time. Yeah, we, we will solve that in due time wow this is one of the only episodes where i actually got to like everything on the list and i feel like it kind of all connected in a weird way um I if i think i want caitlin jenner to be president to like rip off her face mask and it's just like a lizard <laughs> that would make me so happy <laughs> exactly <laughs> that would be so happy i can't wait for joe biden's skin to fall off <laughs> it's, it's coming any day now <laughs> um <laughs> well do you have anything any final thoughts to add um no i think we had a great conversation thank you so much it was, for having me this has been so fun 
I know I love catching up with you. You're such an interesting and talented person. Um, yeah. Let's do this again soon. Um, and hopefully it's not raining, so I just go outside and like sit on the bench when the Wi-Fi gets all fucked up. But I think it's it'll be fine. Technical difficulties aside. Um, yeah, you know, clip it a little bit here and there if needed. But yeah, it's a vibe. So hopefully we've sparked some uh, interest and other people to start researching the realities they're in and like see what else is out there um yeah uh thank you so much again and i will talk to you soon awesome have a great night you too bye